on today's episode. If you'd say one day you'd be grateful when you'll look at this as a blessing, I'd have been like, but that's the reality. Everyone starts somewhere. That's one of my little sayings, like start anywhere. You haven't got to be a professional at gratitude in order to start, you know, at at all. You know, there isn't such a thing anyway. When you become unselfish and start to give more than you take, all of a sudden the world opens up and you see it with new eyes. And you're not caught up in resentment because you're starting to deal with them and you're starting to be grateful. If we don't relate, we judge and that's just Mm. it. Welcome to the Things I Wish I'd Known podcast. We're on a mission to help those of us who feel way too sad, way too often, remember what it's like to feel alive and 100% yourself again. So whether you're here because you're stressed out, feel like your emotions are constantly hijacking your life, or you've just somehow lost your way, your host Rachel has got your back. Let's have all the chats everyone told us not to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> like, rebellion. She's a raver, misbehaver and suicide survivor turned happiness champion. She's on a mission to bring happiness back because let's face it, it never really went out of fashion. This podcast may contain content that is triggering for some listeners. If you're sensitive to certain topics, please check the show notes for full episode descriptions. Hello and welcome to Things I Wish I'd Known with your host, Rachel Welford. I am so excited to be here with Mark White. I know I say that every single time that I do one of these episodes, but I genuinely only bring people on that I want to talk to, so I'm always very excited to chat to them. Um, Mark has basically had many titles over the years, from father, husband, son, brother, CEO, founder. You missed off author, by the way, because we'll talk about that a little bit as well. Um, And above all, he's just a firm believer in not attaching himself to any particular label, which I really like, because I think in this day and age, everyone seems to have to have some kind of label to prove something and I feel like you're just a very genuine down-to-earth guy. Um, for those that don't know who Mark is, he set up a company called Your Town and it has many um, different live kind of community initiatives and campaigns across UK towns including Your Town Runners but his newest projects are Run Grateful and Mias which were both set up during lockdown and really help people to reimagine men's health and looking at it from all different aspects from the physical the mental and the spiritual which I think is so important for everybody but especially men welcome Mark hello thank you so much for being here um I don't know if you want to kind of give everyone a bit of a um intro uh, you know to what's been happening with Run Grateful because it's such an incredible project yeah no problem you're you're so cheery Uh, I love uh (laughs) I love the energy. So it's always nice to be around, you know, good, good people trying to do good things. And uh, you're definitely one of them, Rachel. Aww. So, uh, yeah, thank, thanks for the invite. And uh, excited to have a chat with you about what I'm up to and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and as you just invited me to uh, chat in the first place around Run Grateful, that's where we start. And, uh, right. yeah, I'm chuffed. Uh, I'm, re- I'm really kind of quite overwhelmed, really, with how the last nine months or so have gone because uh, that's kind of how long Run Grateful has been in the world and Is it only uh, nine yeah. months? Nine months yeah ridiculous oh my God, really I when I think about long. what's happened I thought it was much yeah. longer than that considering <clears throat> what's been achieved in that time that's amazing yeah yeah no chuffed and that's kind of yeah half why I suggest is a bit overwhelmed really but um, yeah it just felt you know it just feels like um, 
I mean, timing's everything, I suppose, for want of a better word. You know, um, that's what's been kind of laid on my, my doorstep a few times over the years anyway. And uh, But it just feels like we've run great ball with how we got introduced, why, and uh, and with what's happened as a consequence. That, yeah, um, it was the right time, you know, the right place. And people have gravitated towards Run Grateful, which uh, essentially is a platform of connecting movement with gratitude, which is something that I've been doing for... Uh, a little while now, so it wasn't new to me, um, if that's the right way to, to put it. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely aware that it might be a new concept to others. Yeah. And just a nice way of positioning it, really. You know, just that gratitude piece and the movement piece and kind of bringing them together, not the journey that it could take you on, you know, uh, short term, medium term and hopefully long term and how you introduce that way of thinking into your life. You know, things that you might ordinarily be doing, i.e. running or walking. And just maybe inviting a bit of gratitude into that conversation. Uh, I think as we both agree, you know, you're definitely not going to be any worse off, you know. So, um, so One Grateful was born. And uh, yeah, we've got over like 60 countries that, that have got involved so far. And we've done some amazing events offline when there was a period of time in which we could do so. Um, and then we've done a lot of stuff virtually, which, you know, uh, obviously is the way the, the, the world's gone uh, over the last year or so. And uh, yeah, you know, we're connecting the world through gratitude and just sharing amongst us all by tagging in on the social media. And, you know, we've got this thing around a grateful mile, uh, which has been great. We do some stuff now with young adults. Uh, gratitude workshops and stuff so yeah lots happened as you've mentioned uh, it feels a bit bonkers to suggest it's only been nine or so months but, yeah. but it has been and, uh, and we are where we are it's amazing and I think what I love about the project is this kind of vision of not only inspiring people but connecting runners throughout the world yeah. so it's not just yeah. looking I guess, you know, a lot of the stuff that you seem to have done through your town has been very localised and very community based, mm -hmm. which I think is incredible. Mm -hmm. But this is almost like making a worldwide community of yeah. people that are going to run or walk. And um, for, for anyone that maybe hasn't seen the project, I'd like to just explain, you know, a bit more about the kind of walking mm -hmm. and the gratitude, because it's quite an interesting concept. The one because it, it, am I right in thinking it's 24 hours, right? And you you run a mile every hour for 24 hours and each mm -hmm. time you run that mile you bring to mind a person or something that you're grateful for and that's your kind mm -hmm. of focus for that mile is that have I got that right yeah that's one part of run grateful and that is definitely how we got introduced to the world it is kind of not by accident necessarily but you know contradictory today it kind of was so I, I did that challenge of mm -hmm. running a mile on the hour every hour for 24 hours a friend of mine um, made me aware of it um, yeah. which just at that point in time we were just coming out of the first lockdown so I think it was like last April time yeah. um, you know and for a period you know we could only uh, leave the house for an hour also, yeah, when we, you when know, we so, thought, oh, this ain't going to last very long, we'll all be yeah. out. <laughs> Give it another two weeks and we'll all be oh, free. Don't. Oh, it's bonkers, <laughs> isn't it, really? When you reflect as to kind of, you know, what, what's happened and uh, and stuff like that. But, but yeah, you know, it, it was what it was. And to a certain degree, you know, if it wasn't for what happened, I'm grateful might not have been here. You know, yeah. I kind of mentioned, I've mentioned that gratitude and, and movement was something that absolutely brings a lot of value to my day-to-day -day life and has really supported me and I've really leaned into that in, uh, on many occasions over the years, you know, good times, bad times, etc. But But this challenge, um, and we've, you know, you, you've brought into conversation your town, which is something that I was, um, you know, heavily focused on for years, you know, it was my baby and seeing it grow and, 
doing doing the work that we were doing was kind of all consuming so it didn't really free up much space creatively or or anything of that nature so you know when we were told we couldn't see each other um it just as a consequence just brought about you know more space in my mind you know and and then i took on this challenge and uh and as you mentioned you know every hour on the hour my little spin on it was that i dedicated it to someone or something i was grateful for and jumped to my social media i shared about these individuals or these experiences that i had and really kind of honed in on the the, the uh the finer details of that because you know i don't know about yourself but over the years you can get a bit lazy with the old gratitude you know and it's great and i'm not belittling the power of it no matter what way you do it or how you do it but you know yeah you know, you're writing a bit of paper. I'm, I'm grateful for family, the weather, and the home, and my dog, etc. Like I said, yeah. not belittling that at all. But this just gave me a real opportunity, just to kind of reflect a bit deeply about, you know, the, the finer details about a particular person and why, what it, what it was about them, or you know, her, or or him, or or whatever, or kind of what impact they've had on my life you know and or a particular place that i've been what was it about that place was it whatever was it a particular day out or a day, whatever it was and and it was just incredible and and that was a, an amazing 24-hour period yes there was a challenge there and i was doing the running etc which is which was great in itself but you know this gratitude piece attached to it was really took me somewhere and people really enjoyed following that 24-hour journey as well because obviously I was on my social media so I was opening yeah. it up and then it just got my my mind racing really a couple of days afterwards after I slept um, I was just like okay well what's the opportunity here you know could there be an invitation for others to experience something that I just did what would that look like you know how could I put a framework around it what would it be called um, not everyone wants to run for 24 hours even if it is a, a mile at a time on the hour I mean um, so I was, re- I was really aware of that but <laughs> But, I'm so one like, of those how, people. How this... <laughs> yeah, well, you're not, you're not the first person to say, but you never know, love. We might get I, you doing it. Yet. I like running. Um, you know what? I, I like, like okay, running. How can we make it? Go on. Sorry. Yeah, well, you, you can. No, no, no. Done. You just, you just agree to do it. So wow, that's I'll half d- the battle if you like running. I'll do it. <laughs> I do. I do like running, but I can't run very far. I like running fast, which makes it difficult to run yes. very far, unless you're obviously super fit, which I'm yeah. not. <laughs> So, I think, well, but, you know. we, can maybe, we can maybe dive into that. We're, we're diving into that. I just need a better coach, That's a very interesting conversation. I just need a better coach. Well, there we go. Run grateful with coach. Yeah, we'd we'll be your, we'll be your coach. All right, then so, let's um, make it happen. But yeah, you know, we done. A virtual shake of a hand there. All right, <laughs> so. Um, they're done. We'll, we'll all dive into that. We'll all do that. So, uh, yeah, but just to make it more inclusive, I was just like, okay, let's, I mean, I'm a big believer in the power of the mile. Um, mm. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a great period of time. It's an invitation within that mile, you know, which feels manageable. It feels achievable for most, whether you walk or run it. So I was like, okay, let's, let's, let's attach it to a grateful mile. So we've got the 24-hour thing. We've got the mile thing. And we've got the, the virtual world in which we're now kind of, you know, is accelerated. We're in that world already, but we've definitely kind of, you know, accelerated ourselves a few years into that process. And uh, and it just opened itself up. So we call it Run Grateful and the invitation is there. So now we do these themed weekends where we invite people around the world to uh, do a grateful mile or two. Tag us in kind of share what you're grateful for we can create this web of gratitude which is amazing create these lovely stories that, that people can share with us um and like i mentioned we do the 24-hour thing we do these things with young adults um uh, we, we do other little events and we're about to launch actually the world's biggest gratitude run which no one knows about apart from Love you that. And a couple of others so uh so that's coming soon we're going to launch that in the next week or so so uh so i'm really excited about 
that happening. And um, so, yeah, that's a little bit more about One Grateful and how it come about and, and why I'm so passionate about it, really. I would love to pick up on two points. One thing that you said is how you can get really lax with your gratitude practice. And I'd love to just expand on that a bit more because I've definitely had experience of that myself. And I imagine lots of people here listening have maybe dived into and maybe not a gratitude practice, but any kind of practice. And you just kind of get complacent with it after a while because it becomes like a bit routine or maybe you start to get the benefits from it. This is the, the joy one, isn't it? You start to get the benefits from it. So you go, ah, I've won, yeah. I've completed it. Yeah, and so I'm all right now. Stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I had this beautiful gratitude practice. I still do it with my friend. And every single day, we send each other three voice notes. And the first Amazing. one is whatever we're grateful for that day and so sometimes it might just be three things sometimes they go on for like 10 minutes (laughs) we got really into it um and then we send one of our day as if it's um already happened and it's just been awesome and then we do like a future day and -hmm. we've been doing this for about i don't know a good couple of years now and i recently in fact it was during lockdown one of the lockdowns uh one of the many lockdowns i had messaged her and said I'm not going to do the practice for a while and it's not because I don't want to hear your voice every day because that's also beautiful. The good thing about doing it with a friend is you get so bonded Mm -hmm. because you get to hear every single day the things that they're really grateful for in their life, which you wouldn't normally necessarily talk about because it can be the Mm -hmm. little things like, you know, I don't know, her kitchen window overlooks this green space and sometimes she'd be grateful for, you know, being able to do the washing up in the morning with the sun on her face. And that's Mm -hmm, the kind of thing mm -hmm. that you wouldn't necessarily know about your friend. It's not the kind of thing that would come up in conversation. So there's that connection, which is really beautiful. Um, But I found that I just started doing like run of the mill, like every day I'm grateful for my flat, I'm grateful for a roof over my head, I'm grateful for food in my fridge, I'm grateful for friendships, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for that. And even though those things are genuinely true, I wasn't attaching the feeling to it. And I really liked what you just said about that, how when you dialed into when you were running, you know, this person or, you know, what is it about them that I'm really grateful for? Why am I grateful to them in my life? What experiences or what do they bring that genuinely elicits that feeling Mm -hmm. of being Mm -hmm. grateful for them? And I think that's so important when you're doing a gratitude practice it's not just about creating a list you know a generic mm-hmm. list of things like oh mm-hmm. I'm lucky I've got electricity and the sky yeah. is blue today or whatever but actually attaching you know a, a feeling to it or a meaning to mm-hmm. that thing that you're grateful for I don't know what your your thoughts are on that yeah it's huge and I suppose you know there's lots of uh Lots of little micro conversations there you can have. Like you've got that generic piece, like you said, like everywhere starts, everywhere, everyone starts somewhere. You know, it's one of my little sayings, like start anywhere. You haven't got to be a professional at gratitude in order to no. start, you know, at, at all. You know, there isn't such a thing anyway, but you know, how the mind corrupts your next step sometimes yeah. and kind of sell, sells you the dream that all this stuff is, 
is shit and uh, I don't think it's on here but yeah, you know yeah. if this stuff yeah this, <laughs> this this stuff isn't it's not the worst word in the world but yeah you know you know how we interrupt ourselves you know and kind of not give ourselves the best opportunity maybe to to survive some days you know it sounds a bit harsh but you know that's the reality of how we kind of feel um, on, on certain occasions mm. so yeah like the gratitude is that generic and that's why I've kind of alluded to the fact I wasn't belittling any form of gratitude but like a lot of things in life you know there's you know, experiences that you can have, which if you were to, to kind of lean over a little bit more or to kind of go a bit deeper or go a bit wider, whatever way you want to put it, you know, there's there's a space within there and a freedom within there that can really take you places, you know. Mm. And um, and it's a bit like, I suppose, that generic side of, you know, I'm grateful for X, Y, and Z and, and not, you said, not really attaching much thought or feeling to that. It's a bit like having a thousand followers on on uh, on social media, which is great, but you know they're just numbers. You know, mm. you'd rather have you know a hundred and just be more attached to that. You know, so let's kind of dive a bit deeper in, into that attention that you're giving yourself, or that time you're investing in it. Mm. So instead of maybe um, yeah, kind of jotting down the same ten, twelve, fifteen things a day, which is big numbers, by the way. If you've got ten, twelve, fifteen things to be grateful for happy days you know yeah. that's amazing uh, but even if it's one or two you know and sometimes it is one and sometimes you're scratching around for that one thing because of you know where you're at or kind of yeah. what's influencing you at that time or kind of whether you're in a resentful state or life's against you or you're going through some kind of trauma and it's just like fuck you you know speak yeah. my language don't talk to me about <laughs> gratitude so it depends yeah. on any given day is different you know whatever the landscape is for you so so yeah you know the invitation with the mile in particular with one quote for like for our messaging you know whether you you run walk or not just gratitude as a whole is okay let's just look at that one thing and just just instead of thinking about the 10 things just yeah. think about that one thing and just go like i said what is it about that person is it a certain situation that kind of you had together or an experience you had together or you know, how they supported you one day or as you mentioned just uh um you know speaking to them on a daily but whatever the case may be so yeah, yeah. Uh, you know there's, there's layers to it but you know hopefully if you're you're, you're on that train and you're open to, to that consistency. It would just naturally take you that way anyway, you know? Yeah. Um, absolutely. I agree. And what, um, what's been your biggest learning so far from, you know, Run Grateful and having, I guess, a gratitude practice? And I'd also really like to know how you kind of got into gratitude as a, as a practice. Through, through recovery. So uh, I'm an addict, you know, um, have been... For a long while, <laughs> still am. Uh, although I'm, I'm 19 years sober in uh, in June. Oh my God! Congratulations. So it's been a good period of time now. Thank you very much. Yeah, That's amazing. So it's been a, an amazing. Yeah, no, it is. I'm chuffed. Um, so yeah, it's an amazing amount of time. And some might hear that if they know know too much, uh, which some people don't need to know uh, about about it, uh, which is fair enough. But some people might hear that and think, oh, he must be all right now. You know, he's mm. 19 years uh, without a drink and, and, and other bits and pieces that he might have been getting up to. Like, what's the matter? Um, you know, like, um, but that isn't the case. You know, I'm a firm believer that, yeah, you know, my life it, without a drink and, and, and other bits and pieces is far better mm. um, uh, without it. So I've just kind of stayed on this train, you know, and, uh, and I've used that analogy a couple of times. I don't know why I've never used it before in my life. But uh, but yeah, you know, through, through recovery, through kind of self-awareness, through, um, 
just trying to manage life and kind of getting a deeper understanding about who I am, where I'm from, where I'm going, how I kind of manage my own internal thoughts and fears and emotions and insecurities and joys and all that kind of stuff. Gratitude has just been a huge, massive part of that. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's just, just as the power of the pen, the power of glass half full. You know, there was days gone past when I was you know, full of darkness, really, without sounding yeah. too depressing. But that was my reality. You know, I couldn't really see the whip of the trees. I was uninspired. I was uh, didn't really have much hope. Didn't really know yeah. who I was, where I was going. Um, and so, yeah, you know, gratitude, amongst other things that I've learned over the years, has been an, an unbelievable tool for me to get to where I want to get to, which is a lot healthier, a lot brighter. And, uh, yeah, kind of a lot. I've now got hope. And I'm yeah. now inspired. So I, I <laughs> long think... may it continue. For more information on how you can bring your happiness back, why not join Rachel's monthly membership or contact her via her website, www.welfordwellbeing.com. I think it's a big part of most people's journeys, you know, because gratitude was definitely one of the first things that I started practicing when I was like in the midst of my depression and I really was yeah. you know, similar to you, like no hope. I just thought I was totally fucked. I was like, I'm never going to get out of this. Like, I'm never, yeah. this is oh, it. I've, I've finally tapped through that fine little veil between sanity and insanity and there's no going yeah, back. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and there is a, you can come back from it. It's amazing, but it takes time, you know. And I remember people saying about, you've got to practice gratitude, you've got to do this because I was obviously trying to read all this stuff about how to get well and, and whatever. And, and I remember reading a lot of this stuff and thinking, what a load of shit. Like, you want mm-hmm. me to sit here in bed. I'm on, I think I was on, like, three different types of meds or whatever. I'm living with my parents. Like, I feel like I've been turned off. You know, like, there's mm-hmm. a switch mm-hmm. on my back or something and, like, everything's just been turned off. And you want me to sit here and be like, oh, I'm really grateful that I've got depression. I'm really grateful that I've mm-hmm. just been diagnosed with severe anxiety and I keep having panic attacks. Yeah, I'm really grateful yeah. for that, yeah. you know. Yeah. But Thanks, actually, mate. yeah. <laughs> But I started practicing. Yeah, I did start practicing. And at the beginning, it was very hard. I couldn't even think of one thing. I'm not even joking. Like, I couldn't Mm -hmm. think of one thing to be grateful for. Which now, when I think about it, I'm like, oh, my God, that's really... It shows how how your mindset is so important and where your mind yeah. can go when you when you're unwell where you're mm-hmm. or in a I mean I was never been in addiction but I've spoke to other people that have and I think it sounds like that addiction and depression and things like that they're all very interlinked and quite similar you know you kind yeah, of there's, yeah similarities 100% go into this like pit of despair and just nothingness and then you're trying to think of something to be grateful for which at the time I could have been grateful for loads of things like my parents were looking after me like how lucky am I you know yeah. my job was being held up open for me how lucky was I I you know Mm -hmm. through my plan that I'd paid for for work I'd got some free counselling lucky Mm -hmm. you know and so it's all these kinds of things where I was like actually on reflection I can see back on things I could be grateful for but in the moment I I couldn't imagine one thing and I started with real basic things like I've got clean water in my tap I don't Mm -hmm. have to go to a well or like walk Mm -hmm. for 10 miles or whatever um I've got electricity that's pretty cool you know it's not dark at seven mm-hmm. o'clock or whatever in my mm-hmm. house until the yeah. sun comes back and so I sort mm-hmm. of started with those real basic things but then over time I found that it did start to build and I really did start to be grateful for things like you know being able to see it even with depression I was like I'm grateful I'm able to see a doctor for free yeah you know? I'm grateful yeah. that my parents are here and they care about me and they're looking after me because mm-hmm. not everyone has that 
mm-hmm. grateful that I've got all my mates ringing me, checking in, seeing how that, seeing how I'm doing, and all this kind of stuff. And then, as I've moved through this journey, because obviously that's a for me now. God, was it 2014? I had my breakdown, so it's a, lo- a long time ago now. But still, these practices are what keeps me well. And yeah. I think there's, you know, I, I've read a lot about gratitude, but I think for me, it's really about the present moment stuff, you know. Like, mm-hmm. if you're practicing gratitude, it automatically brings you into the present moment. Yeah. You can't be running off worrying about the future in that anxious state. And mm-hmm. you can't really be ruminating about all the crap that's happened in the past or trauma or, you know, whatever, because you've got to be, okay, what am I grateful for in this moment? Yeah. And so I yeah. think that Great really, reset. yeah, it really helps you in that way. But then in then in another way, what's interesting is the more that I've gone down the route of like studying the emotions and like emotional well-being. When we have an emotion, we create certain chemicals in the body, right? So mm-hmm. if we're anxious, for example, it's highly likely we're creating um, adrenaline and cortisol. And if we're mm-hmm. depressed, it's highly likely we're creating cortisol. And I never know how to say this one. So apologies to any doctors that are listening. Yeah. Acetylcholine, I think is how you say it. But I don't oh, spot on. That was spot on. <laughs> Acetylcholine, I think is how you say it properly, right? Um, and so when you're feeling gra- grateful or gratitude or that kind of like peaceful, loving energy that comes from that feeling of gratitude, you're actually creating chemicals like Mm -hmm. DHEA which renews Mm -hmm. your cells and Mm -hmm. helps you to kind of like stay youthful in your body you're probably creating oxytocin which is like a love hormone go on Rachel so it's like yeah but it's interesting isn't it how a lot of these practices that have been said from spiritual whatever you know so-and-so guru from way back when um Mm -hmm. you know who's just like come into your heart and you know tune into your heart and be grateful and be loving actually Mm -hmm. even if you're not woo woo whatever Mm -hmm. Mm wishy-washy wellness i like to call Mm -hmm. it (laughs) yeah um even if you're not in that space it's there is kind of like evidence to back this stuff up that proves that it it actually works you know but that is um that's one of the things that come to mind is, you know, sharing back some of the coming in after you share back a few really, really big points there. And, and evidence was one of them. And it's, it is getting that balance between the evidence is out there. But mm-hmm. as we all know in life, well, I say we all know, you know, as I've found out in life, one of the things I've found out is I need to start to create my own evidence. Yeah. Because, you know, there becomes a point in time when, um, you know, to kind of go back into maybe how the mind can be at times when, although you've got all this evidence to suggest that it's the right thing to do and it's, you know, it's not going to do you no harm and it's going to bring a lot of value and it's going to make you feel better. It's just something sometimes which just, you know, wants to interfere, you know, mm-hmm. but the more you build up that evidence, you know, to go you go back into, into the running side of things, you know, I've been running now for just over 10 years. So not a great deal of time, but long enough, you know, it's been very <laughs> it's consistent in that period of time. Yeah, no, but when you think about what's happened since, like yeah. it's just been incredible. It's opened up this whole new world for me. And it's just not one of them ones where, I mean, I don't lose no sleep over it, but you kind of think, why didn't I do this before? Yeah. But it kind of actually, do you know what, as I'm saying that, it ties in really nicely with some of what I'm trying to feed back here, where people probably did 
suggest I went running before. But I just didn't <laughs> listen. For whatever reason, I didn't listen. It, it didn't connect with me in some way. It looked good, but I didn't identify with, with that. You know, I mean, I was smoking 20 mobile lights a day, which is why I give up. Um, why I started to run anyway, to give up the 20 mobile yeah. lights. But And I wasn't kind of tuning into the fitness world because uh, I was too you know, coffee and fags, yeah. but um, where was I going with this? But yeah, just building that evidence, you know, because, yeah. and that's what gratitude gives you because, you know, you you can tap into it, you know, and uh, you start to build that well of, okay, like what's the alternative, you know, back to when I felt like I didn't have a choice, you know, mm-hmm. way back then when I was giving up various bits and pieces and I was in that obsessive state of just that kind of tunnel, you know, very selfish nature around, I just need to get what I need to get and do what I need to do to get what I need to get. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's very one-sided, you know, and, and all the evidence that I had to, you know, around me was the fact that life was just very selfish, you know, and mm-hmm. just very kind of just, just wasn't worth it. You know, it's just like, what is all this about? There's got to be more to life than, than this. And there was, you know, when, when you become unselfish and start to give more than you take, all of a sudden the world opens up and you see it with new eyes mm-hmm. and you're not caught up in resentment because you're starting to deal with them and you're starting to be grateful and say, like, okay, well, you know, if, as you've kind of uh, brought up, you know, about, you know, the, the sink in your taps and the light, you know, if you were to, you know, really think about that. Um, that is a huge thing. It's massive. It's, it's absolutely gigantic, you know, and uh, all you need to do is switch on the news uh, to find out what some, you know, uh, unfortunate uh, uh, enough not to have, you know, and, and some of the circumstances they find themselves in. So let that just be your, your kind of leveller, uh, mm. as you kind of alluded to, and let that kind of, you know, lead you on your way, you know. But, um, but yeah, evidence is a, is a big one. It's int- I love that. I really want to just reinforce that of make your own evidence because mm-hmm. it's one thing for me, especially in the spiritual world and the energy work that I do and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I constantly need to prove. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I'm even trying to prove it to because I've, I've had so many mad experiences where I'm like, this is not... Co-. At the beginning, I was like, yeah, coincidence could be, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. lucky guess, fluke, mm-hmm. reading someone's body language, you know, all that kind of stuff where you're like, well... But then suddenly you're like, right, I'm now reading, you know, people's energy fields from 80, 90 miles away who I've mm-hmm. never met before. And mm-hmm. I know things about their health or their life that I could not possibly know mm-hmm. any other way other than this works. Mm-hmm. But I still don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> still, every time oh, it yeah. happens, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah. Oh, my God, this is amazing. It's magic, you know. Yeah. Um, and it, But I think that making your own evidence and trusting yourself. And I think this is probably yeah, my huge. fault is just that. You know, for a long time, I've and I'm still, God, I'm still working on the self-trust, you know. Mm. And I think, actually, when you have your own evidence and you believe your own evidence mm-hmm. and you trust yourself, you don't really need to prove anything to anyone else or have anything. And, and even when people come back, because a lot of the time I used to argue this a lot with Reiki, you know, people would try and say to me, oh, what load of shit and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, look, it doesn't really matter whether you believe it or not. And even if you mm-hmm. want to come back to the science, let's take it back to science then, because mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. we tend to work in the Western world. We need this kind of logical, you know, scientific yeah. backing for things. Pretty much 80% of all illnesses in the western medical world when you open the the book i'm trying to remember the name of it now it eludes me i wasn't going to talk about this um but there's a book that has every illness and like what what causes it 
And mm-hmm. 80% of illnesses, they don't know what causes it. They just say stress in inverted commas or whatever. They don't actually know. And mm-hmm. if you look at, you know, matter and energy in the universe, a majority of the universe is dark energy and dark matter, which means we know something's there, but we don't know how to measure it yet. Mm-hmm. So surely mm-hmm. it's almost more ignorant to think that we need proof that gratitude works or we need proof that energy is real mm-hmm. or we need proof of whatever when we know that we can only hear a certain hertz level. We know we can only see certain yeah. colours and, and light, light frequencies. There's certain frequencies we can't see. So surely mm-hmm. it makes more sense that there's actually lots of things that we don't necessarily perceive unless we tune into it. I don't know. A few years ago, uh, how long ago was it now, give or take, 2002 I got sober so you know, 2005 six when my first daughter was born mm. you know I tried different forms of meditation I was just looking for something just for something else you know I'd kind of uh, I found myself uh, I so dealt with but you know definitely had more of a hold on some of my my demons if that's the mm. right way to put it and, you know some of the maybe the resentments that I was carrying around and all that kind of stuff like I'd, yeah. I've got a good handle on that and I've kind of got a bit of clarity as to how they're interfering and I've kind of got a bit of understanding about you know my defects and how they were playing themselves out and not managing that obsession that uh, kind of absolutely grabbed hold of me from an early age and, and ruined me and then I was like okay what else and so we tie into this spiritual element of uh, kind of what we're talking about and just that open mind that willingness just to kind of think okay I'm going to try that. I'm going to speak to them. I'm going to read this. I'm going to listen to that. And I was at this particular place uh, with, a, with a group of people and I was sitting there and I was sitting in a stereotypical circle and uh, and yeah, just my, my head just started to take over and think, fucking, no, what are you doing here, mate? Like, uh, look at who you're surrounding yourself with and they were kind of humming or kind of doing whatever, humming or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I just thought, you know, and it was a really massive thing for me at the time because I, I looked beyond that initial thought or that initial judgment and I thought, you are here for whatever reason. These people are good people. They're choosing to be here as you have. Mm-hmm. How about you join in uh, as opposed to judging what's going on yeah. and see what happens at the end of it? And it, it's just not like so I can remember Rick, I'm talking about it to you now and it's a good, what, 15 odd years ago. And it was a pivotal point because all of a sudden I thought, okay, yeah, what's beyond this initial thought is in a roundabout way, it's a little bit warped. It's trying to protect you. It's fear. You know, mm-hmm. what's beyond that? And I did walk away from there and I didn't go back. Uh, <laughs> but not because not because I judged them, but because I just thought, you know what? It was all right, but it didn't grab me. You know, it didn't mm-hmm. grab my attention. Fast forward a period of time, mate, absolutely tried all different kinds of stuff. I've been on mountains on silent retreats for 10 days. I've gone on various workshops. I've done some mad shit and, uh, and it's been absolutely incredible, you know, and, and, and it's gone into that, that evidence jar to suggest yeah. that just give it a go. You never know. Cause there's never a bad time for something to drop, you know, go back to that timing thing where we started off this conversation because, you know, one day somehow, somewhere, something might happen. And you might think, you know what? I'm going to try that again. Cause that might support me in what I've got going on. Yeah, I love that. So I would love to know what one thing do you wish you'd known about gratitude or running um, before you kind of knew it? Or I guess your journey even, you know, what one thing do you wish you'd known? It's been quite a quite a journey those 19 years, I imagine. Yeah. Do you know what? I haven't really got a clear answer for that. I'll kind of, I'm, I'm along the, I'm not, I'm not playing with words or anything like that. I'm playing around with the answer, but um, i trying to be clever. I'll just, I like knowing, not knowing, you know, and, and, and like we were, we were always, 
we've got us just got to find things out by ourselves, you know. And it just goes back to that childlike uh, state where it doesn't matter who tells you what, you know, unless you're ready, you haven't ready, you know. You don't mm-hmm. listen until, until like you're you're just you're, you're more tuned in, and a lot of that comes with maturity and just life experience, and depending on you know, what hat you wear, you know, to go back yeah. to the very beginning of how you intro me, if you're a dad or a husband or a wife or this or that, you know, that has a bit of an influence with um, with some of the stuff we're talking about. But ultimately, you know, we don't know anything. You know, you've never reached that final destination where maybe before, um, in answer to your question a bit clearer, maybe I thought one day that you, you, you know, it was possible to reach a particular state where you feel you can sit back. But I yeah. don't, believe that to be true at all i believe you're always evolving if you're if you're on that if you're on that road mm. uh, and you know that spiritual road i suppose is the right way of uh, putting it for me you know, you know continually having that open mind it's it's ever changing you know and yeah. uh this last year has, has been a prime example if you'd have said this time last year we're talking about run grateful and, and other bits that none of that was on the horizon but no. we're here and we are so that, that's it i'm just gonna follow that follow that path yeah, I love that. I think it's really interesting as well. Like, I remember when I was meditating a lot and um, at the beginning of my journey, I, was, I, I still wasn't back at work. So all I was doing was meditating and basically trying to get well every single day. Yeah. And I started this meditation practice and it got to the point where, you know, I, never, I didn't start like this. I started at like two minutes like everyone else and getting annoyed mm-hmm. and sitting there and then thinking I'm a piece of shit and not being able to sit with myself and all that stuff yeah. and then getting frustrated and like this is bullshit you know yeah. and then after a while <laughs> and practicing that which was fun you know um you kind of get into those like you get that I, I still remember the very first time I meditated and I got it I was mm-hmm. sat in my flat in Highbury Fields I lived up at the top of Highbury Fields and I remember sitting there and being like ah I get this now. Don't forget to meet us over on YouTube for the uncut video version and additional content of all episodes. You can find the link in the description. Because I had a moment, it only lasted for about, I don't know, a second or whatever, because then I started thinking like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, shit, yeah. I've ruined the moment. Do you know what I mean? My bloody yeah. fault. Um, and I, but for that split moment, I thought, ah, this is the peaceful, quiet space. But then obviously yeah. straight away, I thought, oh, yeah, this is really cool. I want to stay in here. And suddenly I'm like needing to stay in it. But after a while, when I got really into it and I was meditating about three hours a day, every day, like in a solid, silent three hours. Mm-hmm. I got in some mad states, you know, and I could like, I swear it was like seeing the world in a completely different way. Like I could see yeah. aur- auras on frigging trees, people, I knew stuff about people just walking past them in the street. It was really weird. And and for a while I was like, I don't think I like this. I think I might go back mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. I, might, I might like drop a level of consciousness back down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I quite like my hum- humanness. I missed my yeah, humanness. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of like missed that, I don't know, just hang, you know, I started feeling like, I don't know if I can hang out with my mates anymore. No one's going to really get me, mm-hmm. you know. And so I sort of like came back down a little bit. I was like, oh, I'll just meditate a bit less. <laughs> Come back well, down. Well, it's, 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 it's all about balance and it's all about kind of unlocking parts <laughs> of yourself. And like you said, just kind of 
figuring about where where it's best place for you, you know, because you don't want to kind of let it run away and like you said, oh. just be a complete loner and do all that kind of stuff and take you away from from people. But then, you know, contradictory to that, life life is harsh in that way. If you yeah. as you grow and mature and experience different things and relate in different ways, you might naturally find that kind of friends that were might not be as close in, in the future and it's, it's a it's a big one it's like what yeah. choices that we make determine where we go and it's yeah like you said you can ask for a lot but uh, as a consequence of that it's uh it, it you know you need to manage the moments and and what comes with that it's a bit like you know i'm very passionate about this type of stuff and it's all very similar conversation but you know people suggesting you follow your dreams and you do what you love and you get out there in the world which is great but fucking hell, as as a byproduct of that, you better be ready, you know, because it ain't all glitz and glamour, and it brings anxieties, it brings fears, it brings uncertainty, it brings conversations that you need to have and confrontations, you know. Oh, yeah. Which you know, even for you know people that have got all this stuff boxed and you know can just say you know say it along, you know, thinking or or suggesting everything's a okay. Oh fucking hell, yeah, it, it ain't for me, and it's just trying to bring okay, well, what what do I want here? Kind of why do I want this? You know, and so I'm a big believer in before you find your purpose, you need to find your spirit. You know what I mean? Because mm. when, when you find your spirit, for me, there's a bit more clarity on that side of things where it's a bit more manageable and controllable because yes. you can kind of speak to people where that purpose thing is, you know, there's big expectation around that, big expectation. Yeah. And, and I think it's quite, um, I'm quite passionate about this one. I think it's quite frightening how people just jump on that trend, you know, because... You know what? Some people might suggest that being a bin man, for example, isn't you know isn't a purposeful thing. But some people, mate, believe it or not, are quite happy doing that. You know, and, and they just go absolutely hundred percent, mate. Fucking good luck to them. And and it's you know it's they they go and they do their job and they come back and they have their their lives which they're content with. But from the outside, it's like oh no, the purposeful job. You know, hopefully you, you know where I'm, where I'm coming from for that. Mm. But, um, that just sprung to mind. So, yeah, we could have a whole different conversation about I know, that I stuff. Was gonna, but, um, I was going to say, it's a funny thing because um, I've got a very good friend of mine I've known since I was really little and we always have this funny conversation because her and her partner have a very sort of like what you might consider very like traditional setup. you know, like she's got quite a traditional job, he's got quite a traditional job, two kids, you know, they hang out with her brother and his family at the weekends with their kids and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And she loves it. She always wanted to be a mum. You know, she always mm -hmm. wanted to have a family and all that stuff. And she's always like, oh, your life looks so exciting. You know, I'm there packing my gong up, you know, like dragging it around <laughs> the world or whatever. And like when I was working in snowboarding, it's like, you know, the Insta version of it looks really good, doesn't it? You want another flight and you're going somewhere. Yeah. But then, you know, a lot of the time you're eating dinner on your own in a bloody restaurant yeah. up a mountain somewhere and like you're working, you know, and it's knackering. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm not unhappy. Like I've, definitely that's not my dream life you know mm -hmm. I feel like I'm sort of getting almost living my dream life um mm -hmm. and but I feel like she is living her dream life but to other people yeah. they might think oh you know that's not very aspirational or whatever mm -hmm. but it's like who gives a shit and yeah. I think that's the real thing isn't it it's like actually like you say coming to what is your what what makes you happy that's it that's all life yeah, yeah, yeah. is about what makes yeah. you happy and do mm -hmm. that and nine times out of ten, it's not going to be, is it? Like we've both learned, it's not at the end of a bottle or a. <laughs> no, not at all. A note that's poking out your nose. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. You know, and that kind of uh, 
there's a little thing that I kind of say in between my ears on occasions if uh, if I find myself in a judgment state or whatever. But if we don't relate, we judge, and that's just mm. it. You know, what, what's hap- what's happiness for somebody isn't somebody else, and you know, life is very complex and. Uh, you know, with how people go about their business, but I'm just kind of, you know, which isn't rocket science, really. And uh, like I said, by no means is this uh, mean, you know, perfect. But as long as you uh, don't hurt no one, you can literally crack on and do yeah. what you like, you know, whatever that looks like for you and just be open-minded enough to know that that might change. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and there is sacrifice and there is decisions to be made uh, along the way, which are tough and grass is greener and, uh, you know, people, you know, and then you've got them out there that are just selfish and at any consequence that they do what they need to do to get to what they want to get, you know, mm. no matter what. And, uh, you know, they're the kind of, the energy is talking about energy that you don't really want to be wrapped like, around because you know, at least it's a bad <laughs> places and uh, yeah and they're just you know just people I don't want wrapped around me you know uh-huh. so uh, and yeah but you can't let that stuff dishearten you because you yeah. can get up and you see some of what goes on and think fucking you know, why do I bother you know what I mean and it's just like well it's not about why you bother it's about you just bothering you know and, uh, and you just crack on and looking at every single day you know the things that you're doing like the people's lives that you've changed by setting up run grateful and the amount mm-hmm. of people that have come through your programs and run with you and set mm-hmm. their grateful miles and shared those things and come into those spaces of gratitude like what you're putting into the world is incredible like that energy that you're putting into the world and i think on that point actually in terms of gratitude i keep a list which mm-hmm. might sound really like egotistical, but I struggle mm-hmm. a lot with my confidence. I always have. And I know yeah. that might seem weird because I sit here and I chat on my podcast no, and I like blast out on my Instagram and stuff, but I, I always struggle with my confidence. I'm never quite sure if I'm, you know, doing things right or whatever and all that kind of self questioning or whatever lack of self trust. Yeah. And every single time I get a testimonial from somebody, every single time someone sends me a really nice DM on Instagram, every time, you know, on the odd occasion, it's only happened a couple of times, but people have, you know, messaged me and literally said they're about to kill themselves. And mm-hmm. I've talked them out of it and said, look, you know, mm-hmm. I've been there, I get it, you know, whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. then I read back over those things. That's your evidence. When I'm in those spaces and I feel like, mm-hmm. oh, do you know what? I can't find my gratitude. I am being judgmental. You know, we're all human, mm-hmm. aren't we? None of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. Even when you've got all these mm-hmm. bloody practices. <laughs> comes in occasionally you're like Um, and that really helps i think because then you're like no that's the point that's the purpose of what you're doing it's like it's not got anything to do with me it's about the transformation in in the people that you know read something or hear the podcast or start their own gratitude practice run a grateful mile you know Mm -hmm. or try meditation for the first time and it helps them find Mm -hmm. a bit more peace or work Mm -hmm. through their trauma whatever using tapping you know all the different tools or come to gong and you know Mm -hmm. get healed that way it's like that's what it's about it's not really and I think around that gratitude story what I've really heard in everything you've been sharing today on on this chat is you know it's really just about everything everyone else and that community piece yeah listen to that I just it sounds like an obvious statement to make. I just don't. I just don't want people to suffer. Yeah. You know, I've I've suffered, and uh, you know, we we kind of went into it a little bit about that, that hopelessness or that helplessness, like we we both felt, you know, on mm. occasions. And mate, that's shit, you know. And and I'll probably be there again, you know, because I'm just wired up in that way. Don't put to that certain, out there. A certain degree. No, no, no. But <laughs> listen, I'm open. I know how I, I know 
how yeah. I am. You know, I've had a shit week. You know, I'm I'm tuned in and, and I'll take on thoughts and I'll take on feelings yeah. and I'll take on energies. It's just the way that I am. And that goes for me. Absolutely goes for me because I can bottle that up and throw it out mm. into the world and and I can repackage it and reframe it or whatever you want to call it and uh, and do what I do. Mm. But because I am that way means that I'm also can go the other way with it. And I have yeah. kind of down days and I have, you know, dark thoughts and kind of, you know, when I say dark thoughts, I mean, just internally, like I said, yeah. that confidence thing or that self-esteem, that self-worth, thinking I'm no good or thinking that, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, um, and but that's just part of me, you know, and, and, and the why is, it's funny because it's kind of, um, it happened years and years ago, early, early recovery. And I was just like, I remember speaking to this lady um, at the time, she was kind of half helping me out and guiding me in certain ways. And uh, I was like, fucking hell, like, who am I? I'm, I'm this voice, I'm that voice. And I grew up thinking I was schizophrenic because of all the voices in the head and all that kind of confusion and, you know, getting to, you know, mm. get, just getting to know the world, really. I was only young. So mm. obviously, you know, as a part of growing up, you just got things coming at you, who yeah. am I and all that kind of jazz. So anyway, I used to confuse that with schizophrenia and all that. Thank, you know, thank God, you know, I don't suffer like uh, some people do. Mm. And, um, and um, and I'll use that when I say stuff like that. It's not to say anything other than I'm going to use that power uh, in in the right way. You know what I mean? And not think, yeah. Oof, you know. But um, yeah. you know, back to the point. And I was saying to this lady, "Who am I?" She was like, "Mark, you're all of them people." And as soon as she said that, it's another one of them moments we both described two or three times, seven to us in our lifetime with various things. I was just like, "Wow." No one's ever said it like that before. And yeah. I was ready to listen. I was like, "That makes complete sense to me." I'm all that person. Fast forward a few years. Re, it's kind of repackaged up but similar thoughts and feelings you know, people talk about imposter syndrome and all mm. that kind of stuff which is a similar thing the voice is in your head etc yeah and um, but like I said like the, the head tries to repackage it as something different but it mm. ain't and then I heard someone on a, on a podcast funny enough saying he doesn't really believe there's anything called imposter syndrome he knows there's something called imposter but he doesn't really believe in it because he's like you are the imposter and as soon as he heard that it's a bit like that lady saying you are all these voices mm. And I was like, I am the imposter, always trying to separate ourselves yeah. internally. And as soon as I said that again, a bit of a game changer. I'm like, yeah, there is no imposter syndrome for me because I am the imposter. And that's yeah. it. And as soon as he said that, it just something settled in me, you know, and it helped me out in that time. It might be that in a few months' time, for a reason, I think actually that's a load of shit. Uh, <laughs> there, is, uh, there, there is an imposter, you know. Um, but for now, you know, and I can't foresee that kind of happening. I kind of think I'm going to be, you know, that's nailed down for me now. Yeah, that's it. You know, we are, and I am, and yeah, you know, big, big, big stuff, love, big stuff. Well, the imposter. Well, is it? Is it big stuff? Yeah, I think it is for a lot of people because I think you know what you said about suffering. That's the big thing. That's where. That's where. That's where it started. This chat. But it's like everybody. Everybody deserves to live stress-free, misery-free, happy, healthy, balanced life. Mm -hmm. Everybody, doesn't matter who you are. And I mm -hmm. think actually, you know, we're not, this is again why I, the whole reason I started the podcast, right? Things I wish I'd known, a love letter to a young you. Like what yeah, 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 What yeah. do you wish you knew? Because yeah. let's face it, there's so many things. Um, and I suppose that's it, you know, that's the answer to your question. And that I'm getting, you know, uh, things come to me as, as you chat. Um, you know, know, knowing that I didn't have to suffer. Yeah, you know, you don't have to suffer. No, you know, uh, and I know people that listen. I've got my own stories to tell and my own traumas and all that kind of stuff. But Jesus, like I know some people, you know, that have had some unbelievable mm. things happen. You know, absolutely don't even bear thinking about. 
and uh, and yet they now bring hope into the world and they use that as their fuel. But when that moment, if you'd have said to me now, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I'm in a position uh, you know, all these years later. Um, although sobriety is a state of mind, you'll be 19 years not drinking and doing other bits mm. and still be fucking mad and doing, doing bad, <laughs> bad, bad, bad stuff, uh, trust me. But um, but yeah, the reason why I bring that up is, you know, if you'd have told me back then that one day you'll be grateful for mm. how you are feeling now in rehab, 19 years old, you know, doing what you've got, all that consequences to, to my behaviour and my actions and stuff. If you'd say one day you'd be grateful when you'll look at this as a blessing, I'd have been like, nah. well, you know, I probably would have just uh, thrown sand at them. But that's that's the reality, you know. It's, yeah. uh, we can use that if if we if, if there's if we admit and we accept and go through that process. At the other end of that is freedom, and and you can do some good, you know. I mean, you can support somebody as you've mentioned. People get reach out to you and thank you for some of the stuff that you share about because you know you can't do no good by closing your mouth which nah. sometimes you know you, you're vulnerable putting yourself out there you mean that confidence thing and you feel very vulnerable with sharing your truths or your experiences <laughs> yes. but people hear that you know and yeah. and, and if, if people don't hear that you know all the people that inspire you if they were to shut up shop and kind of keep it to themselves you know experiences are best shared and uh and that's it. You know, I went off my nail again. Sorry. Oh, I think well, I think that's a perfect. I'm just like I feel like you planned it. I feel like that's a perfect way to like sort of like bring it to a close. No, I didn't plan. Um, no, no, no. I mean, is there anything else you want to share that maybe we haven't touched on, or um, anything you want to kind of like close on? Um, just bring a bit. I mean, you, you've mentioned it a couple of times, and, and and really everything that we've spoken about is entwined in this. But yeah, just shed a bit of light on on Mias, which is a new mm-hmm. type of practice that we've just gone live with uh, MiasPractice.com. Uh, it's a platform to support men uh, physically, mentally, spiritually, and don't be scared by the spiritual world. But uh, it's just <laughs> about trying new things in new ways. It's about you know multiple ways of moving your body and your mind and uh whether it be hit and uh kind of your stereotypical fitness jumping up and down stuff or you know visualization goal setting breath work yoga mindfulness you know any any way in which you can kind of get um yeah move your body and mind and we've kind of put it together in this unique way so me as practice.com um but like i said kind of the fabric of that is very much run grateful with your turn it's life and it's just about supporting ourselves best way we can in this thing called earth that we've been plonked here for whatever reason and uh, we've got to get on with it and uh you know my hope is that yeah my experience on here is um is the best best it can be so oh it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you thank you so much for being here i think this is going to be a really helpful episode for so many people if people want to find you where's the best way do they follow you on insta do they check out your website what's the best way for people to to check you out yeah everyone grateful.com and um obviously all the social handles are, are directly uh be had on on the website uh, me as practice.com for all that kind of stuff your community for all of our community initiatives that have been sparked uh, around different places in the uk and uh you know in the near future i can be found running for 24 hours with you somewhere gratefully Right. Uh, I haven't forgotten about that one. Oh, all right, so. we'll do it. I will do it. But you're going to have we'll to teach me how to run. <laughs> yeah, Properly. run slower. Run all slower. Right. Good friend, a uh, good friend of mine, Dean. Uh, I'll finish on this. I always like to mention him. He's, he's an amazing man. I love uh, Dean. Massive, I've met him, haven't yeah, I? He's come to go. Yeah, you have. Yeah. yeah, you have. Yeah, a massive, a massive part of, uh, of, of my journey. You know, he got me into running. 
and uh, and I was similar to yourself. I was just like, I don't quite get it. I'm not very good at it, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, one day I feel like walking, and uh, and that was it. As soon as he said that, another one of them occasions where I just the world stopped. I tuned in, and I thought, that's it, sold. Uh, one day I feel like so. One day, Rachel. Yeah. Uh, using Dean's words, not mine. Uh, running with all like walking. Just, oh no, I like oh, it. Slow it down. I yeah, actually yeah. like it, but I just my problem is I like putting on old school jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Pretending that I'm in a computer game. Oh, I miss those days. Yeah. And then I just run really, really fast as if I'm like, and I sing along to all the like MCs yeah. chatting, like deal with the matter and just like have my gum fingers out while I'm running. And, um, and you know, that's how I like to run. And, but if you run like that, you can't, you can't run at like 180 beats per minute for like 24 no. miles. No, I mean, you can I'll if you're what, like then. Mo Farah probably or whatever, but I'm definitely not, you know. Yeah, no, there's some, there's some guys in. <laughs> girls out there that, that run quick mate and uh, I just can't imagine how, how they do it I'm like well, right, we, we donut do break donut break yeah. halfway around <laughs> D- during the during the 24 hour period at 3am we do a jungle mile a jungle yes. grateful mile 3am right. running down the street no cars banging <laughs> out the face on perfect alright love perfect oh, thanks really for being that. here take care no worries see you love bye 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 We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as Rachel enjoys making this podcast. Why not share it with a friend in need of some heartwarming inspiration? And if you really love it, drop us a review on Apple Podcasts as it really helps us reach and inspire more people. Thanks for listening. You have totally got this.